Hello and namaste guys. I am Dr. Anushruti and I welcome you all to the Dr. Anushruti show. Today on board, we have Dr. Jeff Moore joining live who's the CEO of Ice Physio and is a physical therapist by profession. Hello Dr. Jeff, how are you? Hey doc, I'm wonderful. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Well, moving ahead, I would really ask the first question that is going to be very general but very important. How much has physical therapy evolved within the past few years? What do you think about it? Well, here in the states there's been huge evolutions. Uh primarily that we've gotten so much more independent in our practices. Um with direct access, we can now see patients without referral in the in pretty much every state with varying levels of restrictions. We've also gotten a lot more assertive as far as marketing directly to the public. So we've seen some really good changes in kind of how we get our patients and how we see them. And then the actual treatments have evolved a ton as well. I think you've seen a lot of advances in spinal manipulation and manual therapy. We incorporate dry needling a lot. We work a lot more with barbell athletes. Our strength and conditioning components have really gotten enhanced. So I think if you look at what a physical therapist could do now compared to 20 years ago, I think we have a much more skilled trade that can finds a lot more high quality modalities and i think the patients really benefit from that. Yeah, definitely. You just talked about dry needling. So like that dry needling, cupping therapy and a lot of therapies are the core part of physical therapy. Do you know and i mean would you like to tell the audience that when these therapies are basically used and what are the alternatives of these modal modalities? I'm sorry, modalities. What are the specific alternatives like if a patient would not like to go ahead with dry needling or some would not like to go ahead with spinal manipulation or some would not like to go ahead with cupping therapy is there any alternative to it oh gosh there's so many and they really fall kind of into buckets right so when you think about like myofascial decompression you kind of commonly known as cupping therapy or dry needling those are soft tissue targeted interventions right well there's a lot of alternatives to that you can do manual massage you can do instrumented soft tissue the patient can do manual mobilization of their own soft tissue so the key is once you've identified what the symptom generator is there are quite a few ways to go about actually addressing that same thing with joint based problems right if spinal manipulation is not desired by the patient we can do non thrust mobilization we can do self mobilization we can use a lot of what we call mobilization with movement where you're using straps and other devices to self mobilize that joint again it comes down to what is the underlying problem and then a really good physio should have a a wide variety of options they can utilize and kind of get an idea of what the patient's expectation is and bring their decision making into it and then together come up with that best plan absolutely moving ahead how does dr jeff define fitness Ooh, that's a tough one. So there's so many domains of fitness, right? So you've got cardiorespiratory fitness. You've got the strength component, right? How much how much are you doing resistance training and how much strength and power development and capacity do you have? And the answer is you want all of this, right? If you're going to be if you're going to be comprehensively fit, you want to be able to have a really high VO2 max. You want to have a lot of strength capacity. You want to have the ability to generate force quickly under that power domain. Like it's really about comprehensively helping that human get to a spot where no matter what they encounter, 
they are not yeah. going to get hurt when they rise to that challenge. That to me is comprehensive fitness. Rightly said. And you know, this is the time of New Year's and resolution. So we have got a lot of people, all the viewers who are watching us and the listeners listening us on various social media sites. I know you guys have already made a resolution, a New Year resolution for 2023 that you are going to get fit and you are going to hit the gym, the gym, you are going to do a lot of exercises, strength training. So Dr. Jeff, according to you, what should be the long-term and short-term goals for people like them who are just beginning in the fitness regime? Yeah, thanks for the question. It's such an important time of year to ask that. So first thing I wanna say, it's I'm not, I don't wanna date your episode, but it's early January. Do not quit. For those of you that started one, you're probably not feeling great right now if you cut out sugar or cut out alcohol or right now is the time to not think about how you're feeling. It's gonna get better. Get through the next week. That habit's gonna get more and more normalized. Your body's gonna detox. You're gonna come out of it. You're gonna have new habits. Stay with it. Stay with it. My big advice regarding goals to shoot for is focus on your fitness, not on your body shape, not on your body weight, not on what your body's doing. Focus on your fitness, trackable, measurable, objective things. How far you can run without stopping, how much weight you can move in certain positions. Just keep focusing on measurable things. All the other stuff will fall into place. Don't worry about your body weight. Don't worry about those things. Keep getting fitter and everything else works itself out. Also with exercises and training, hitting the gym, diet, I believe diet is also one of the biggest factor in having a fitness regime, uh, leading a healthy life. Yep, and keep it simple, right? Get enough protein. If you're gonna be in the gym a lot, your body's trying to recover, try to shoot for that at least one gram per pound of body weight, right? So you think about that, that you know, if I'm 180 pounds, you wanna be getting somewhere up around that amount of protein and then make sure you're getting a few liters of water in. And if you can focus on those two things, if you wanna go further, think whole foods, nothing processed. If you can get a couple of those really foundational things right, the majority of the other stuff, again, is gonna wind up working in your favor. Absolutely. Now the time of the biggest question. People nowadays, you know, have often thought about it and they do think about it when it comes to treat and treat their injury or anything, their problem, ailment. What they believe is physical therapy is expensive. What do you think? Like, is physical therapy really expensive? Or uh, what are your thoughts? I believe this is one of the burning questions around the globe for this for the specialities of physical therapy. Great question and certainly relevant, right? We've got to face that question. People want to know. My answer is it's all relative. You want to know what's expensive? Being sick and being in the actual mainstream medical system. That's expensive. Numerous blood work run-ups, MRIs, x-rays, surgical intervention. That's where tens of thousands of dollars start getting spent. It is a much wiser investment to spend a few hundred bucks every couple of weeks to be seeing somebody who's coming alongside you and keeping you out of that system. If you're thinking about anywhere where you're investing, the return on investment for your health 
for having a physical therapist you see regularly who comprehensively manages you from a conservative perspective and keeps you out of that system, that's where the big savings are. So not only do I not think it's expensive, I think when you compare it to other options, it's a massive cost savings. I believe rather than letting your body get hurt day by day again and again and letting it deteriorate, it is better to spend a little amount of penny on physical therapy. That's it. With this, since we are talking all about physical therapy, Dr. Jeff, do you believe that some of the ailments, injuries and surgeries can be replaced by uh, physical therapy? Yeah. I mean, in- there are a lot of things like uh, disc herniation, knee pain, arthritis and whatnot, you know, what often orthopedicians, what they prefer is surgery. Do you really think that physical therapy has evolved so much that it can actually replace it? Absolutely. So, and and that's not me saying that. That's really big, wide-scale studies saying that. So, when you look at things like lumbar spinal stenosis and you compare surgery to physical therapy, you track it out to a year, there's really no difference in outcomes. And this has now been seen over and over again um, in different shoulder management trials and different low back trials. It's pretty clear that if you're willing to make the behavior change pattern happen and you're willing to really see out a thorough, comprehensive course of physical therapy, we can go head to head with most surgeries. Now, that being said, there are times when somebody has serious neurological insult where you need to get that nerve decompressed, you need to avoid pathology. There are times where surgery should be chosen. And my recommendation there is get to a good physical therapist and let them help you make that decision. A good physical therapist is always going to know when this is inappropriate for physical therapy. I want to refer you to a good surgeon. Here's who you're going to go see. I'm going to communicate them and make sure we have a really good dialogue back and forth. That should be done in in some cases. But when you look at the data, it's pretty clear that getting to physical therapy early and being compliant, it's going to help you avoid a huge amount of surgeries that are more commonly being done than is probably necessary. Absolutely. I agree with you. Now, what are Dr. Jeff's views and words for geriatric physiotherapy? Well, first of all, that's the most exciting area of physical therapy right now because so much research is coming out showing that we can be so much more assertive in our management of these patients. So many of you are familiar with the LIFTMORE trial that came out of Australia that showed that individuals who had bone density concerns, actual T-scores that were concerning, got heavy loading and plyometric drops off that bar on the pull-up, on the chin-up and showed increased bone mineral density changes, improvements, no injuries, no increase in risk with heavy loading, significantly improved bone mineral density changes. We are all of a sudden seeing that we can do fall um, preparedness versus always just fall avoidance. We're just seeing so many doors open up that are game changers for how we manage the older adult population. I would say that's probably the most exciting area of physical therapy right now. Absolutely. You all, I mean, all the listeners and the viewers, Dr. Jeff, me, everyone is aware of the onset of coronavirus. We know coronavirus hit us in the respiratory system. Physical therapy plays a very, very essential role in the respiratory care, be it chest physio or anything. Dr. Jeff's views on chest physical therapy, respiratory physical therapy. Yeah, so full disclosure, not my primary area of expertise. 
What I will say is that if you're going to manage post-COVID patients, the odds are you're going to because it was such a prevalent issue, get some training because there are very real concerns about watching their level of exertion and really monitoring their vital signs because a lot of folks who had COVID, their return back to exercise has to be very calculated and very careful. And so I would really encourage people to make sure they're up on the literature, make sure they've got a little bit of training. So when they see those folks, they're not managing them like everybody else. They're acknowledging that took a real toll on their respiratory and nervous system and we need to manage manage them differently. So that's kind of my big piece of advice in that area. Well, moving to the end of the podcast, Dr. Jeff, I would like to tell you that we have a trend on my show. We have a lot of aspiring doctors, specifically in the field of physical therapy, who are studying right now in various colleges of the various part of the world. I would like you to speak to them. I mean, just a token of words, token of appreciation and motivation. What you are learning is absolutely transformative in the lives of the people that you're going to encounter. And I can't say that enough. You are literally going to change lives. When you get around older adults who are starting to suffer from frailty and you turn around their trajectory and they get five more high quality, vibrant years to spend with their grandchildren, this is no small thing that you're doing. I know it's hard right now. The impact of where you're gonna land, the importance of it can't be overstated. So thank you for trudging through your training. We need you in this profession. The world needs you. We're waiting for you. Get to that finish line. Absolutely great. I mean, these lines are going to bring a very, very broad smile on all the faces who are listening to us right now. Thank you, Dr. Jeff. Thank you so much for your wise words and taking out time specifically for us right now. I am really grateful and thank you once again. I do hope you enjoyed this as much as we had listening to you speaking so, so, so great on this wonderful topic. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for doing this and broadcasting out the good news. Really appreciate your effort and to everyone listening. Thanks so much for going above and beyond and being engaged. Pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much. And guys, everyone who's listening and watching us right now, this is your reminder to straighten your back, have a great posture and sit back and relax. Also who are waiting to start their fitness regime, as Dr. Jeff said, start it now. Till then, bye-bye, take care, good night, good morning, all the greetings of the day. Take care.